everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Um, I know usually I ate that whole donut today, by the way. Before you even came in? Yeah. Ooh. You're going to get like a lull towards the end of the episode. Well, I mean, I was like, what's the point of eating half of this donut? It's hard when you're driving to like be like, I'm going to put half this donut back in the bag. Actually, it's probably not that hard. I could just drop it in the bag. But in the moment... It felt like a difficult undertaking. Well, because you're getting that, like, oh, it's sweet. I love it. Let me just sit here and eat more. It wasn't as glazed as I would have liked them, but those donuts are big. Oh, do you get the donut holes, or did you try the donut holes the other day? I did. They weren't, like, great. I agree. They were okay. They were a little dry. They're dry. Yeah. Like, they're exactly that. Like, compa- which is weird. Which the donuts aren't. Like, the, like don't let me preface yeah. where we go. The donuts aren't dry. The donut holes were. Yeah, which I don't understand. But that is neither here nor there. I did get up a pie because they have they have like little pies. So I was like, I'll get an apple pie. Let's see what happens. What? Yeah. I know they have little apple pies. They have an apple pie. I want to say they have a cherry pie. Ooh, and they yes. have a cinnamon apple pie. That sounds good. So I don't need it because I'm gonna try to talk myself into the gym later. But <laughs> I did yesterday. Oh, would you, what did you hit yesterday? What? Arms, back, chest, thighs, legs. I hit my upper. arch nemesis. Legs. No. Why would legs be my arch nemesis? I don't know because your lower back hurts normally. But but legs are always are, the reason my lower back hurts is because legs was, legs were always the day that I would be like, if I didn't feel like working out, I would do legs because I was, mm. I felt most comfortable with legs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like I did I like I didn't did I love leg day? No, but I don't hate leg day. If there was a day that I would prefer to do in the gym, it would be leg day. Okay. So no, chest is my arch nemesis. That was my second guess. Um, and I went, I went like five o'clock in the afternoon. Like who does that? Really like, dedicated gym bros. No, because there was no money in there. It was very dead. Wow. Well, I mean, it was a Saturday at five. Most people probably going to go to dinner or getting ready for dinner. Yeah. So I, I actually went and I was like, did I feel great about it? No. Did I feel good about myself afterwards? No, <laughs> but I went. So, well, I told you yesterday I was getting bombed by steaming hot green beans. So yeah, I didn't you, hear about that. What is that? What is what? What's that? That weird cloth. You do this so much. That no, I don't. You, maybe you should unclutter your shit. What is that? That's a hat. It's a toboggan. No, the title list is a hat. The other one next to it's a hat as well. It's a toboggan that's a folded in half. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a like a I thought it was like a like a bike case, you know? Oh no, I don't have any mics that are that long. Well, I mean like like it would carry like does that make sense though? You're you're seeing it now. You're understanding why I thought it was. Yes, that, right? from your side. Yes, I get, I get it. Can okay, you see just, I'm, I'm like because you're not looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I thought I thought it was like a little bike pouch. No, from your side is the fold, so you're seeing the edge of it, which I get now. But no, it is it's a toboggan. I mean, if you clear up your workspace, maybe I wouldn't be looking at this shit. That has been up there every time we've recorded for the last six months. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Not the newer box. That's new. What is that? Um, it had the components. So I bought a pa- uh, pack. To um, of rollers that Am I, I can, gonna understand what this is for photography for Emily's um, knitting that she does a crochet. Okay. I bought some paper so I could like pull down like seamless paper so we could take photos with it. That was the mount so I could have it on the roller. Okay, yeah. So that's just the box for that. Yeah, I didn't need to know any of that. Um, <laughs> um, so today, wait, did we skip? Yes. So <laughs> the donut, I ate the whole donut. It was it, they're big donuts. It was a different donut place that I normally go to. Okay, but. Obviously, True. with the Jeffs. And, um, yeah, it was big. Regardless. So today, even though MJ hasn't seen it yet, uh, countdown to four hours before he sees it. I was going to say, I'm going to see it almost right after this. We're going to discuss Barbet. Okay. One week out. Uh, we have a new party of three. And then we are going to review FX original Class of 09. Watchable on Hulu. Via, via, vis-a-vis. Um, so, Barbie, let's discuss okay. how it made all the righties. Wait, which side is the Republican side? Right. It made all, well, it made all the toxic masculine masculine dudes, like, fully, like, fucking annoyed. Like, it, like I, I'm pretty sure their heads exploded. I saw, uh, speaking of, I saw a video last night, literally, where it was some dude 
who you can tell goes to the gym, is like alpha bro, and his, his entire video was, if you go see the Barbie movie, you're a complete beta. I'm like, well, uh, sure, whatever. And everybody's like, the Barbie movie's anti-man. I'm like, yeah, your point. As in this whole entire this whole entire world isn't anti-woman, anti-gay, anti-trans, anti-everything that's not white or male. So, yes, this is anti-male. Well, You're welcome. And I mean, I'm not, I didn't play with Barbie, so get, correct me I here. did. Cor- so then correct me. I did it under other guys because when I was a kid. Okay. Sorry. Let me just get your point out. I'm sorry. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did Ken do anything? Was Ken ever a CEO? A pie? Like, wasn't he just just Barbie's boyfriend? Wasn't that all he ever was? I don't know. I mean, now that, now that like watching the movie, I was like, oh, wait, yeah, he didn't really have like a job, but it wasn't about him. It's about Barbie. Exactly. But I did play with Barbies under the guise of like, because when I was a kid, there was at a core group of four or five friends, mm-hmm. but only one of them was a girl. Oh. So, and she was younger than the rest of us. Not by a lot, but like, you know, she was younger. Yeah. I want to say maybe two, three years um younger maybe three years maybe four years um so i would be like you know what i'll play barbie with you because you know none of the other boys will Mm -hmm. and you're just like alone you know and she would do all the stuff that we would do like she she like we play kickball we we do all the games and stuff yeah when it came to anything like that it was like no i don't play with barbies and i'll be like i'll be like you know what i'll play barbies with you because Mm -hmm. i was actually the oldest out of everybody oh out of our little group but it was kind of like, for me, I liked it because it was my way of being able to play Barbies with a valid excuse. Which you shouldn't have had to have, but that's neither here nor there in this conversation at the moment. Right. I don't know if I would have, like, been able to. I mean, I never <sighs> asked my mom for a Barbie. Yeah. So I don't know if she would have gotten me a Barbie. Well, I mean, do you? Th- and this is where, I mean. Do I think she would have? Probably not. Back in the day, if, like, a boy asked for a Barbie, don't you think most people would have gotten, like, the G.I. Joe? I'd be like, no, bitch. I said Barbie. Barbie with the heels. I used to love changing her clothes. Had the little Velcro on the back. Oh, my God. And, like, I loved I, – I, I, was, I was like, I would take any chance to play Barbie with you, girl. Like, whatever, you, whatever, whatever however you want, I will do it. You know what? Because I am, I am secure my masculinity at 10 years old. And also, I kind of want to play Barbies. <laughs> well. <laughs> and you played – the game was you played – Barbies, like we play, we're playing Barbie today. So negating all the uproar from the right and masculine people on this, did you like the movie? I'm going in expecting something watchable and enjoyable. I don't want to throw around the word camp because I think that that word gets thrown around a lot, and I I don't really know what that word really means. Yeah, but it came to mind. It was campy, but I think the best way for me to explain it is like I was not expecting much from this film. Hmm. And I will say that it made me laugh more than I was expecting. Okay. Like, it's really, there are some, there are some stupid moments. Like, it's, it's stupid. I expected. Which is fine. Which, 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 which I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I kind of, I could go either, I could go one way or the other with stupid comedy. Do you want to, you want want the exact definition of what camp is? Yeah. Absurdly exaggerated, artificial, or affected in a usual humorous way. Yeah, it was camp. Okay, then yeah, so one hundred percent a campy movie. Yeah, it was full. Of, it was full on. Okay, uh, but I really like. I did end up walking out of there like really enjoying it. I, I, I think did you the, have a smile on your face? I mean, I told you I laughed. No, I go walking out. Like, what did you like? That was that, that was actually pretty good. See, that's the yeah in, in that exact voice. I think that's the thing. Is like, I think we're we're going in. I think I think a lot of people are going in saying this is either going to be amazing or a shit show yeah and either way i'm here for like maybe it's gonna be one of those movies that's so bad it's good i i can see that um and i i it it definitely i definitely enjoyed it i do think that the plot got a little like heavy and there were a couple things i was like "Eh." Mm -hmm. and did i love the ending but did i giggle yeah i giggled did i come away with 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 the uh with the more affectionate attitude towards uh, Cebu Liu, yeah, is he in this? Even a though lot? his character was like, huh? I don't think he's in this a lot, is he? Yeah, he's like he's like Ken's rival. Oh, well, he's Ken. He is Ken, but he's Ken's kin. Or he's okay, whatever. I, I get what you yeah, saying. He's Ryan Gosling's Ken's rival. Basically. Okay, 
Um, I I just like I just like him. I just he's cute. Mm. Um, but I was actually excited because I was like, oh, this is kind of cool because um, I don't know his real name. I keep forgetting his real name on um because you've never seen this show, Sex Education, on Netflix. No, I haven't watched it. I don't think it's 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 basically it's all British people. It's got Jillian and Jillian Anderson. Yeah, from like X Files. Oh, she's in it. But they're one of the kids is in Kuti Gatwa, mm-hmm. and I'm I don't know if I'm saying his right name his name is the correct way, but uh, he is plays a gay character in him. Yeah, Waka. he plays a gay character in Sex Education, mm. and then his boyfriend in the show. It's played by Connor Swindles. And what was kind of cool was like in the movie, Nakuti Gatwa plays a kin. Okay. And Connor Swindles plays an executive, or not executive, but one of the workers in Mattel. I, I just thought it was kind of, because if you had to see that show, you never would have thought that like they play boyfriends on the show. It's not, I mean, it's not funny, but it was just kind of like, I was like, it's, oh. cle- it's clever. I was like, it's Eric and Adam. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know? And then what's also kind of cool, and I want to figure out how to watch it, is Nakuti Gatwa is actually the new Doctor Who. <gasps> no, Which I think it's like groundbreaking. I think they had their first female one like a year or two ago. Yeah. And he's got to be the first like black one, I would think. I'm going through him. I think he is. I kind of want to, I've never watched Doctor Who and I kind of want to watch it now. I was going to, speaking of Doctor Who, no, no. Yeah. Well, that'd be in our, in our party of three. But yeah, I think he, I think he is the only black one. Yeah. So I'm like, that was, that was a weird like tangent, you guys. But when I saw, I was like, oh, it's Adam. And like Adam in sex education is like kind of dopey and kind of like, you That's know, cute. he's I mean, supposed I, I, to be, he, he's it's like clever that they, they layered that without, they probably do it on purpose, but I yeah. just thought it was fun how they had him in there. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it'll I think you'll walk out being like, okay, that was different, and you know what? Okay, I'm that I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the movie, and I feel like I'm gonna have the same general reaction. I'm not gonna be one of those men who get up and like I've heard people like where men have walked out of the movie while it's going on. Really? That's yes. stupid. I mean, I would have to be the last movie I walked out of was Wild Wild West because it was <laughs> fucking horrible. I like that movie. And that wouldn't my money to fucking spend. Like, you know, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I was like, how was I? I was like probably 12, 13 when that movie came out. Yeah. It's 14, probably, 15. It's probably like 99, 98. And I walked the fuck out of that movie um, because I was like, this is fucking boring. Now, did I walk out of a movie that I went and saw and into that movie for free because of the way this, the movie theater was situated? Yeah. I didn't pay for that movie. Came out in 99. But it was bad. It wasn't a good movie. So I liked Wild Wild West. You do? I have I haven't watched it in about ten years, but I liked it you when didn't I like that fucking movie. Huh? You didn't like that fucking movie. You liked the Sam Hyde was wearing was wearing a low cut top with her with her titties pushed up, which she's still doing, and I don't fault her for it because girl Girl keep it tight. Rock 'em if you got them. Rock 'em. She if you got them. Is Rock 'em sock 'em. Um I <laughs> <laughs> She is that what this was? great. Rock and sock and robots with the with the, with yeah, the, with and the then fistuses, uh, the fisticuffs, and then the head pops off. Yeah, well, pops um, up. But yeah, you didn't like Wild West. Go back and rewatch that shit. See if you can see if you get halfway through that shit, that shit show <laughs> of a film. I'll go watch it just because. Yeah, don't waste your time. Go watch Clue. Oh yes, I haven't watched that in about three years. Oh, but you have seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So you guys, hey. Barry, great. Yeah, we, I liked it. MJ's gonna like it. I'm sure. Actually, I'm I'm almost sure I will. Again, it's the anti man. I'm gonna say yes, but do I give a shit? No. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna persuade my it's a opinion movie. either way. It's a movie. It is fictional. Okay. Okay. Great. TV party of three. So this was a little tricky. We're we're having trouble figuring out things to link to our show. It's tricky. I don't know the words. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Oh my gosh, that was the best snowboarding game. Um, SSX tricky on PS2. When I hear that song, I think of white chicks. I think of SSX tricky on PS2. Mm. Did you ever play SSX tricky on PS2? Not no, but I did do a snowboarding <gasps> on PS3. I don't know which one it was though. SSX Tricky was like the game. Like it was so fun. Like I, my, my favorite one was was, was Marisol. Number one was uh, Marisol. Uh, was one of my favorites. Um, I also really enjoyed uh, 
I think I stay with Blake. Brock. No. Go S6 Tricky Characters. I'm trying to see which they're it's on. that one. Oh. Well, not S63. No. What is that? It's the new one, I guess. No, it was called SSX Tricky. Okay. Specifically. I need to pull up that character list. There was Sia, who was voiced by Macy Gray, hmm. which was kind of like, and you knew it was her bitch ass, too. Um, there was Elise. There was Kaori. Um, there was, oh my God, that game. Yes. Marisol was, uh, was Hispanic, obviously. Oh, and name the characters. Uh, so returning characters, Elise Riggs, uh-huh. Mackenzie, Mac Fraser, Mac. Yes. Uh, Kaori. Yes. Zoe. Yes. Uh, Moby Jones. Yes. Jean Paul. Oh, JP. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played with JP. The new characters that were introduced in the game were Simon Stark. Yeah. Simon was like, whatever. Well, he would, he was a little crazy. Like he was a little alternative. He had tattoos. And whenever he would like miss a jump, he'd be like, oh, that hurt. Oh, it kind of felt good. Like he was like, a little oh, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Edward or Eddie. Eddie had the, Eddie had like a red afro, which was weird. Well, he was like Eddie Wachowski. So he's a Jew? Russian Jew. I don't know. Uh, Saya. Sia. Oh, Sia. Voiced okay. by Macy Gray. Uh, Luther Dwayne. Luther was like, I think Luther was like this really, like he had a mullet. I think he was a white guy with a mullet. Oh, weird. If I remember. Uh, Marisol. Marisol. Mar- what does her full name is? Diaz Delgado. Marisol Diaz de Gato. I, Marisol's my favorite, but she had a snowboard I'd never seen before. Like, her snowboard had like a flat back edge. Oh. So she couldn't, so like where you could work with the others, you could like slip from yeah. around. You couldn't really do that with her because it was only, the rounded edge was only on the front. Like her and a, a, one of the guys. Uh, Broderick or Brody? Brody had that same kind of board. So their flips looked a little different. And sometimes like where they where people would do a backflip, it, it took them a little longer to do it because their board was long and it, and it had a, a straight back edge. Um, and the last two you may not have played because depending on the version you had, um, there's Martin or Marty. And I guess in the Palestine version, PAL version, they replaced Mac for this person. Oh, not on the rules too. And Kim Yori, which is the NTSC, so I guess South Korean okay. version, which would replace Kaori. That's what I was hoping that the PS5 would be like, all the way backwards compatible because I love SSX Tricky so much that I hate that I have to pull out a PS2 in order to play it. Do you still own it? The game? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Do you have a PS2 here? Uh, No, it's in my dad's. I need you to get that shit. We're going to play it together. I'll have to go find it, but sure. No, I really think we should. Okay. I, just, I, I literally just, I just have to go find it. I, just I, just, I want you to experience that. Okay, party of three. Yes. Yes, again. <laughs> uh, we... Because uh, Class of 09, as you'll hear, it's like a multiple storyline throughout different... It's it's like the They same. layer different timelines. Yes. So is it a multiverse? Kind of not really, but sort of. But is it time jumping? Kind of not really, but also sort of. So we decided that our party of three would focus on shows that were... That either dealt with time jumps, time travel, or multiverses. Yes. Or multiple storylines going on at different times in history. So there were a lot of caveats for us to Right, because in. because if you think about... Actually, I'm going to take out time jumps. Because if you think about time jumps, almost every show's done time jumps. Grey's yeah. Anatomy did time jumps. Yeah. So that is a count. So, I mean, it has to be a fixed staple within the show itself. Okay. A la Quantum Leap. Okay. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? I do. Good. Uh, so, with that being said... I don't know why I drew that square. Uh-huh. With that being said... What is your first? Um, I'm going to talk about my first one because it's the least I know about because I've only watched three-fourths of the series is Future Man, which was on... Why um, would you... I hate when you... Go ahead. I saw the first season. I haven't finished the second season. Oh, okay. That's it. I've Three-fourths of the whole thing. Got it. Gotcha. So I don't know the whole, like, how it I will, ends. I will recant. Yes. Um, But it's funny. It, I'm trying to think. So it was... It's got Eliza, uh, Alicia, no, Eliza Koo. Koo. Derek Wilson, John Hutchison, oh, Haley Joe Osment. Wolf was so hot. Mm. Like, it has a big, bigger name cast. And the whole point is, it's like this guy who's a nobody who plays games in his parents' house all day, every day. But apparently, the game that was sent back, if you can beat it, it was sent back from the future to prove you were the one who was needed to help 
win the war. So these two people played by Eliza Koo and Derek Wilson come back to recruit him to help prevent what happened. Almost like Terminator-esque. Yeah. So, it, But it's just hilarious. Very Terminator-esque. You're it's right. very right. funny. Though. You're right. You're right. Highly recommend it. I was laughing my ass off the whole time I saw it. I do remember the first season being really good. I remember getting halfway through the second season and being like, well, that's, wah, wah, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I didn't finish the second season to know like where it mm-hmm. ended. But Wolf, if I remember correctly, could got it. Yeah. Could he have? Yeah. Could he, could he get you? No. Well then, well then you know, don't say that. Say for you, <laughs> for you. Yes. For you, for me, for me, for you. He could get you. <laughs> um, for me, my first would probably be. I always pull out the list. He made a list. I didn't make a list. I just had them, and I then I just like. So oh, you had them pulled up. Okay. One for me would be Outlander. I've only seen three episodes, which is why I didn't throw it on there. Now, Outlander, on the surface, is like, oh, a lady gets has to go back in time two hundred years, has to figure out how to live back in. The 1800s, 1700s. Mm-hmm. Oi. I don't know why I do oi. I know it's an Australian thing and it's not a British thing. Or is it a British thing? Do we it know? might be a Scottish thing. I don't know. Um, I can't do Scottish right now. But yes. So it's based on books. But uh, uh, a, a woman named Claire somehow ends up um, traveling through time back 200 years to 1700 whatever, whatever, Scotland. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the fuck? Yeah, basically. So you really think it's just about that, but as the show like evolves, you know, we learn that she tr- she she also travels back forward through time. Okay, so that's we, I didn't know. And then we also learn that you know she learns that she can travel back and forth. So she's a traveler, but also there are other people they come across who are also travelers who who you know have figured out they could travel back and forth through time. Uh. When they meet certain criteria, which is cool. But there are definitely times where... So there are rules. Okay. I guess. Yes. And there are certain times where, like, right now in this season, like the seventh season, they are... We're, we're flipping back and forth where they are currently... She's still currently in the in the past. Mm-hmm. But we're also following a storyline of someone else in the future. Okay. So I've seen previews before. And I think... Isn't there one where, like... The show actually is exactly like, oh, no, where it's like this is the past, this is the future, and I'm not trying to like 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 the daughter finds Outlander, like the husband, or like, or like the main guy character later on in life. Isn't that in the in the daughter a jumper too, or a time traveler? Yes. What's your question? Like, there's a like so like like you can pass like genetically like I guess you could pass that. It down. I don't know. Okay, that's what I was trying to figure out. I don't know because because. He can't. Yeah, but the like the wife can. I think the daughter can. But there's also people that aren't family to them that can do it. Oh, okay. So now I understand your question now. Yeah. So no, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who. I think the criteria really is like the criteria is like you have to have like a certain kind of gemstone to do the traveling, but you also have to be somebody who can travel. That okay. That's what because you said like once they meet criteria, I was like, well, is it like that's genetic? the criteria? And is it has it, to be certain. There okay. has to be certain spots. There are certain spots in the world you can do it too. Oh, so there's a lot of criteria. Yeah. Okay. So, Fair enough. But yes, I that show is. Uh, you, you thought Game of Thrones liked rape? I've heard some shit. Like Atlanta, I was I was like every season, but I still like the show. But it's a good one. I, I, I like Atlanta. I'm still watching it. I think they dipped a couple seasons ago, and I think they're trying to swing it back up. I really think it should end either after this season or one more. I, I think really this do. is the last season. I feel like I heard it was, but I feel like they'd be doing better marketing if it was. So I don't know. It's but been on my TikTok constantly. Yeah. What's your second? Um, Doctor Who. Have you actually watched it though? Um, I have watched the season, not You've watched the full season. I have watched a full season. I'm okay, not sure which doctor it was. Um No, it's just it's cute. It's it's hilarious how they like layer it over um because the doctor like he'll like die but come back reincarnated as like another like face. And like he'll go and visit certain people he knew as like his past self, and then he'll come and mm. like they recognize him like, oh, well, you know, I don't have to care and stare at those eyes or those teeth. And they look at this person and they're like, you have those eyes, you have those teeth. Like, and they'll like start realizing like you're the new doctor. Mm. And it's just it's clever how they layer things in there, but they go into not just our universe where like these are just strictly like on Earth, 
because he's the the doctor for like the galaxy mm-hmm. you'll go to alien planets you'll experience things on different worlds different times different places so it hits almost every beat of what we were trying to do which i enjoy it's clever um some of the doctors are okay the one like i've watched who was the guy in oh my god i can't think of his name he played in um harry potter he was the son in uh the fourth movie he was in jessica jones i'll have to look him up but yeah that was the that was the doctor i watched the most of or watched the whole season of i know matt smith was one um matt smith played uh prince charles on the crown which i haven't watched most of him let me uh, and then i'm pretty sure like there was one that uh i believe that do you remember from harry potter uh i think if they was barty crouch yeah he, that's him he was like david Tennant. yeah is that who you were talking about yeah so you gave you gave that description i was like he's the guy that was like they did the weird tongue thing it was like, uh, 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 like harry potter guy. fourth book played the son that's literally what played i just what said what son who's son barty crouch jr you didn't say that though you said he played the son to me the first part when you say he played the son my thought went directly to uh my brain went directly to uh robert pattinson but i was like he was never the doctor so i was trying to figure out what other son you meant okay you could have asked some clarifying questions you could have gave more fucking detail Look, though, maybe knock everything off this table, because I will. If you're not picking up what I'm putting down, you can ask questions on how to get there. Whatever. Don't even go there with me. My second. <laughs> I keep forgetting what they are. <laughs> if I'm being... I need you to be ready! Honest. If I'm honest. Was that really my second one? Okay, I guess it was. No, it wasn't. So... <laughs> Next one. My second one is the Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you guys know about the Umbrella Academy. Obviously, with, with, the, with the time, with, with them traveling through time every season for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then also in season three, like, you know, having the actual, like, different universe, not just, not just, all the, all the things they change create a different universe. And, you know, there's, like, all of the timelines and stuff like that that are oh, intersecting. Yeah. And are trying to worry about that in season three. Uh, the real multiverse of madness, might I say. And, um, I still think that show was really good. Do I think that three kind of took a little bit of a dip? I think it was a little disjointed in my opinion, but I still like really enjoy that show. I think they have one more season. Oh, they are doing a fourth. I feel like they are. I think they've written four different like arcs in the book. In the comic so, book. I hope there's one more because I don't think I would have loved if it ended on this have past they season. Four arcs? But I do hope it's another there's another season, but I do really, really, really enjoy this show. Um, what about your second? A third. Third. Season four release date. Um, but that was back in like 2022. Yeah, I guess we, there's no new news. Um, uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, I don't know think about that show. Um, it is a cart. I mean, you know what the show is. Yes, though. Yes, it's, yes. It's a cartoon that follows a grandfather and his grandson as they go through literally, like you said, the multiverse of their area. Um, Literally, like at the end of the first season, they have destroyed their universe. So they dip out of their universe, go to an alternate one where I think either they, I think it's one where they both died in that universe and take mm-hmm. their place so that they no longer have to worry about the destruction they caused in the one prior. But it hits time travel, multiverse travel. Um, there's literally like an area because like everybody who is a Rick in every universe is super smart they're all the same person mm-hmm. so they have a collection of ricks who literally run all the universes because they're the smartest people in every universe mm. so it's, it's just they layer like it's very similar to like a doctor who kind of it hits all the beats of what we're trying to do with this party of three but it's just funny the comedy is raunchy and dirty very much like you would get kind of like a random stimpy throw back to like old childhood cartoons that we used to watch powder toast man it's good. I highly recommend Rick and Morty if you've never watched it. Cool. Uh, my last is honestly one of my favorites. I really need to rewatch it. It's just, it, it's such a, he- it, I don't want to say it's a heavy watch. It's just a lot to watch. But it ushered in my the reemergence for me of Joshua Jackson and his hotness. Um, it also taught me who Anna Torv is. For those of you who don't know who Anna Torv is, a, a more recent 
Um, recently, she was in The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the companion with uh, with Joel and Ellie. Yeah, that passed and, or that died. In episode two, the, the intimate kiss, the yeah. zombie oh. kiss. Um, no, sir. No, thank you. me to her. Now, I'm going to. It's so hard to like really kind of explain what Fridge is about because Fridge is about a lot of shit. <laughs> but I think this line from is like the best way to explain it. Fringe isn't just about time travel. It's about a science fiction conglomerate that incorporates interdimensional travel, wormholes, alternate realities, and observers from the future. It's a lot. That sounds extremely confusing. So, Olivia Dunn works for the FBI, (laughs) which actually ties in because Class of is with the FBI. I get it. She works for the FBI, and then basically how it starts is like her, the love of her life, uh, and also, I guess her partner like dies tragically, and she's trying to figure out why. It doesn't be this whole science fiction thing, but throughout the whole first season, she's kind of getting clues to his death from him, even though he's dead. So she's like visiting him, not really like a different world, but like in the ether that he's left over from like the scientific space. I don't know. It's like a lot. Okay. Like she has to get this like she has to get like this uh, sensory deprivation t- chamber and like with stuff hooked up to her to be able to understand. It's a lot. And then later in the season, Lance Reddick is in it. He plays oh. her like like the FBI director or something like her boss. Fridge is so like it is wild. John Noble is in it. Amazing. Lance Reddick is in it. Amazing. Uh, Astrid Farnsworth. Is that her name? Astrid? Yeah. Is in it. Joshua Jackson is what great. Astrid's her character. Right. Uh, Kirk Acevedo from um, Old School Oz Days. Like, it's a really good show. Michael, uh, what was his name right there? Kospa? Yeah, he is a, an observer. And basically oh, what he up. is, Sorry, is he's like a bald guy who just like shows up at random spots and observes things. <laughs> Like he's he's literally just like observing things. And then Jared Harris is only in nine episodes. Who's that? Uh, I th- let me make sure I get the right here. Oh yes, that guy. Yeah, who dies in everything. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure he dies in this too. He's in like in Mad Men, The he Crown, was Men, Chernobyl. The yes, he was also in that one, not Chernobyl, but the one, the one. Uh, I'm never gonna remember it. I think it was the terror. You're right. I think it is the terror. But he dies in fucking everything. He's like the man from Uncle. Like he's in so many good things. Yeah. Um, but yes, he's in it. But Fridge, Fridge was great. Fridge to me was is like it incorporates all of this plus science fiction. And this one actually has like actually this one might tie in best because she is an FBI agent. They mm. are talking about using a new technology to find like things out. Okay. There's a big conglomerate that's also you know trying to like either use that technology or stop people from using the technology or like try to hide things. I get it. Like it's sinister. Um, so yeah, Fringe is good. I love Fringe. All right. It's just, it was just back in the day when it was 27 episodes. So it's a little hard. It's a long watch. I've never, yeah. I've never took the time, but I've heard it's a long watch. It's pretty, it's only like four seasons, I believe. Oh, eight to 13. Huh? Oh, eight to 2013. So five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks for counting. You guys, we're gonna beat each other up today. We're not. It, it's it's just it's just tumultuous right now. I can't even look at you. Stay tuned for this week's review. Wait, do we do your third one? Yes. Okay, we'll stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're taking a look at, like we said at the top of the hour, uh, Class of 09, Hulu, or via Hulu. It's FX. It's an FX FX original. But uh, I'm going to give you again a little chance here. We're playing the game. Did you say the name of the show? Class of 09. Can I also, can I also, (laughs) can I also say, you say top of the hour. Yeah. But like, that would be, it would only be top of the hour if someone started this at exactly like 11 or like exactly. But our shows are normally an hour long. Okay, I'll allow it. Celebrity Deathmatch, I'll allow it. <laughs> um, what was that referee's name? Oh my god, I haven't watched Celebrity Deathmatch in so it. long. Um, no, give me the description that is on IMDb. It is a sentence long. Class of 09 follows four FBI agents through three different times in their career. I mean, meh, that's the most general explanation. But 
the explanation on IMDb is FBI agents who graduated from Quantico in, 20, in 2009 are reunited following the death of a mutual friend. That tells you nothing about this show. I wouldn't have guessed that. There is no... like That is the most inconse- inconsequential description. Like, yeah. That tells you nothing about this show. Don't mean shit to me. Okay. But cast uh, and crew. Cast, yes. All right. Let's stop or stop. Um, are we going to hit, what, just the main four? Yeah. Maybe five? Uh, so we're going to start with uh, Teo Michaels, who's played by Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, I know Brian Tyree Henry. Y'all know him as Paper Boy from Atlanta. Which I've, I need to watch Atlanta. Y'all know him from Eternals. Yep. More recently. Yep. Uh, he's been in something else recently. Was he on the that train movie with Brad Pitt? Yes, Pitch? he was in Bullet Train. Yes. He's talking about, the, uh, talking about Thomas the Tank Engine. Yes. Yes. Brian Tyree Henry is everywhere all the time right now. And I actually... Really fucking enjoy it. Uh, oh, he's just, he's the dad in Spider Man. The right. like across, okay. He everywhere. As I said, he was in Causeway with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Like he's everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. But Teo Michaels is a, you know, obviously he is, you guys, it's going to be, just so you know, we're going to probably spoil a couple of little things because it is very, with this show, the way the show is structured, uh, it's gonna be this gonna be diff- difficult, but we we won't give away the final details. So Teo Michaels is a is a trainee mm-hmm. who develops and ends up becoming the FBI director. Yes, I like that. That's not a spoiler. That's enough. No, yeah, because yeah. that, that they go into that because yeah. you, you have to hit the the past. And we'll clarify: the past is their training, the present is twenty twenty three, twenty twenty five, and the future is twenty thirty four. Correct. So that, that that's the other thing. It's like we'll set that parameter. Right. So there's three different timelines. Right. Um, and he's just like, you know, a black dude trying to make it in the world, you know? He's the purely logical one. He sees everything as ones and zeros. And his, like, that's how I see him. I don't see him like that. I, I, I think, like, there's, like, almost no, until he meets his future wife, there's no emotion. He's, like, all logical, give me the information. Like, when he was doing um, claims and stuff for insurance, like, to me, that's him. Like, he's ones and zeros. He's information. Give me what is factual. I want to know the facts. That he's purely logic to me. That's how I see him. Yeah. I won't dispute that. Where we go to the complete opposite. I, I I I think I think that he is emotional. I think I think the reason that he does that is because he is emotional. That he he cares too much then if he gives any. I think I think a lot of his I think a lot of his, his stuff it, it it a lot of his points in his show very much like his his approach to everything comes from a lens of a black guy and a, a black man in America. Oh yeah, as someone where you know like the system is rigged against me already. So maybe I dig into the facts, but I do that to try and make sure the system is unbiased in a way. Well, and we can see that he hides a lot. Like when when they go through one of the first training exercises is introduce yourself. Why'd you join Quantico? And the example of why he joined that he gave to the group versus what you find out about him later while he actually joined Quantico and the FBI, completely different. So I'm I'm almost positive he probably lied on his lie detector test to get in. Mm. There's probably things he didn't reveal completely. Mm. But on the exact, to me, almost the exact opposite end of the spectrum is Ashley Poet, played by Kate Mara, who is the overly, like, I don't know. I don't want to say overly. Um, she's more feelings. She she reads people. She understands like based off like reads between the lines, looking at people and what they are. See, I don't think reads people. I, I she cares I, more. I guess is what I was going to say too. I don't even think that. I think your second line was made, made more sense. Like you said, she reads between the lines. Yeah. She she to me is is she's a thinker. She is like she is not quick to react. She is. She's an analyzer. Like she to me seems more of a person who would be, you know, ones and zeros, trying to make the connections and trying to figure things out and really kind of thinking at the bigger picture and really kind of realizing things. I think to me that's that's her to me. Cause she is very much like um I think it, it, an example would be where um they have to do an exercise and her team is just like well, let's just do this. And she's like, but wait, 
look at this scenario and look at this and then look at this and look where we are and look where they've been and, and let's let's look at all the information mm-hmm. and then let's draw a conclusion that way like she is a she is a thinker she is not like she's not gonna think on her feet but she's gonna be like this is the best way to kind of like i've got to see this whole picture she is like and i think they actually do it in the show she to me is yarn and and tic tacs on a board that's her the, the, when she's doing the serial killer and she has all the pictures in her room like i that's, mean that's what i said she does it later um, but before that i was like oh this is that bitch she's gonna be like drawn to parallels i guess stuff like that i guess the part that stood out to me though is is the constant she was the nurse she was the caregiver when when the um fbi came to have her help with a case back in the past she was like well let me finish the story here with the people i'm helping the inmates the 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 um patients Every single person that she was having a relationship with, they always are like, you take on everything and try to handle it yourself. You don't want the support. You isolate and think you can handle all of our emotions alone, which is why, which is why I said she's more of the emotional person. Mm, that's, what I, that's what I took away. Uh, but we also know Kate Barr is. Yeah. Uh, I remember her from House of Cards. Um, was she the uh, teacher? A teacher, yes. Um um next is brian j smith who plays daniel Lennox. i don't know him from anything else i honestly did not recognize him uh i thought he was cute though i'll tell you that oh he was in the most recent matrix movie that's why i've seen his face great yeah uh but he plays daniel Lennox, and daniel Lennox is like daniel Lennox is, is is to me he's like just your normal run-of-the-mill white guy i don't want to say no run-of-the-mill white guy but he well, is like it, he's not like there's nothing like really extraordinary about him i don't think he really had a i think what what i think we what we are discussing makes a lot of sense because we're like we're really saying this is what Tayo kind of brings to the table and what his brain's like and what's going on and this is how uh what's her first name ashley but they call her poet yeah this is this is what she's like and what she brings to the table He's really just like a stable white guy. Like he's well, he's just doing his job and just doing it normal. And what did po- like during that exercise you're talking about where Poe read between the lines? What did she say? Like the reasoning why she didn't send him in during this exercise was you're too quintessential FBI, right? So he's just like he's like just the white guy because there really isn't anything like super great about him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so yeah. his parents are senators. He has the connections politically. Yeah, he's he's just white. But he joined the he joined the FBI to like go against his parents. Like he's the rebelling white boy. Yeah, which aren't y'all all rebelling in some way? I'm kidding. Uh, next we have, uh, so most the next two are mostly in the past only. Wait, so there's the where's or the, huh? Oh, down further. That doesn't make any sense because he's only in five episodes. So what's her name? Uh, Septa. Morpha? I can't say her name. I want to say Sepeda Moffi. Okay. Moffi, but I don't know. Um, but her name is, she plays, uh, I want to say, they say Hoer. It's spelled Hour. Yeah, but I think it's Hoer uh, or Ower Nazari. And she also comes in with this class as like, you know, with them, she's Poet's roommate in the Academy. Uh, I haven't seen her in anything Blackbird. before. She was the detective that arrested him in Blackbird. Oh, uh, but she, we, we keep talking about the things, what these people do and, and, you know, what their really special gifts are. And for me, she, to me, is the technological person. She has a degree she's from MIT. The, she's the one of the zeros. She's the one that's like, you know, her big thing is like, hey, her big plight in the show is like, how can we find a better way to investigate? Like yeah. we can use computers, we can use data, we can we can like that is her like she is very smart in that way. So that's really where her brain to me kind of goes. So to me, she is more of like I said, like she is more of like how can we compile this data well, and use computers to be better investigating? I think poet is more of like instead of jumping in and running in all at once, let's let's look at everything let, let's look at the bigger picture let's try to connect these dots and then Teo is more looking at like how do we make it so that we are an unbiased well okay you know, then, then, then I'll, force uh, of government i will rephrase then yes i will agree i'll take back Teo is not the one zeros hour is i will still say Teo is the logical person he's the one who sits back and thinks like i said how do we become unbiased how do we implement new technology how do we progress further he's see, I, the, don't th- I don't think he's logical at all 
I think that's the whole point. He's, tr- he's, he's trying to take the humanity out of everything. He's trying to make it to where it's literally we have a system that doesn't have bias. Which which he really which he really can't take the humanity out of it because poet kind of which to your point about the whole caring thing. Yeah, I will agree with that because she to me says there has to be human humanity in it. You poet would be able to do what she does so well if there wasn't a human a humanity aspect to it. True, and that's where I mean, like, even, like so. I think they all to me. I think they all kind of like. They all make up a really good, like, if you look at all three of them, and we're just excluding Linux because he really added nothing to the conversation. But I think that they all, like, I think they all have a very, like, if you merge the three of the third three concepts together. Yeah. Then it'll be like, yes, this makes sense. And originally, and and this is the weird thing to say. So, so we might be out of cast at, at this point. So there, there are yes. four, there are four main characters just because they were in the class. There, there are obviously some people that you could that I remember. Uh, like I remember, um, Jake McDorman plays Murphy from Greek. He was Evan Chambers. I was talking about him, but, but yes, you're right. Like he was the one that stood out. Like I feel like they could have utilized him a little more. My uh, who was that to me was was Doctor Han. Yeah, yeah, from yeah. Grey's Anatomy. She plays one of their. I forgot what her real name is here. Drew. Uh, not Drew. Her real name. Oh, Brooke Smith. Yes. Uh, she plays one of their uh, instructors while they're at Quantico. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another one. Mm, the other one. Amos. Oh. Played by, oh my God, I came, I, I, uh, Raul Castillo, right? Uh, I've got to find him because he's only in like three episodes. Yep. Right there. Raul Castillo? Yep. That hot man and that voice. And that mustache. I don't think he had a mustache in this. But he didn't. He, it's his IMDb page. From looking and God, that man. He can, um, just, can we just record his voice? Like his voice is just so. Mm. But let's let's mm. dive in. So like we mm. we've talked about the people. Mm. Give me that yummy, yummy, yummy. Is that the uh, Justin Bieber song? Yummy yeah. from like fourteen years ago. Right about. Um, let's dive a little more into the plot and and spo- like again. There's not a way we can talk about this without maybe throwing a little spoiler out there. This show's actually very timely. Yes. Because because we're going to say, like, the biggest, the, the big thing on this show is AI. Exactly. Artificial intelligence, in case you didn't know what AI stood for. <laughs> Why the answer? Airlines International? Maybe. Ants Informational. <laughs> Axe Igloos. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. Oh, I get an axe. Yeah, that's an igloo. I I get it. <laughs> Where does the door go? I don't know. Is it axe igloo? How do you get in? <laughs> Is it an igloo shaped like an axe? <laughs> Is it an igloo shaped like an axe, or is it an axe that's actually an igloo? You know. I'm gonna let you have that conversation to yourself while I progress the you story know? a little further. You, know? you gotta think circular. I mean, you just gotta think about this shit. Like, you just got you just gotta think about it. Like, open your mind. <laughs> Like that weird baby thing said on Total Recall. Open your mind. No. No. (laughs) Open your two weeks. Um, But yeah, so that's the that that is the big. That's like the big thing. Uh, Like it 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 took it took a little bit because I was like, what the fuck is this show about? So so, (laughs) to be be again to preface, so they start in '09. They're having issues, and the whole big discussion they have between like R and Poe and people are. We have the information. There's just no readily accessible well, database. So that's what our bill. That's present. No, 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 no. It's like she she started having that conversation during the lie detector test. Remember when she was talking about who analyzes these? Well, she was asking those questions. Yeah. But the but her idea doesn't really. We don't we don't know we don't yeah, know the she reasoning build as out. to why of exactly. that until the present. Yes, which is 2023, where she builds out this um, database to where. You wear cameras, everybody collects data at the same time, and it collects into a database, but it all comes down to, okay, it helps eliminate or possibly produce more um, people of interest. It's, it's basically like, her her thought is like, think about us as a field office. Yeah. Like, we have all this information. Local police also has their own set of information. Exactly. This city has their own set of information. Yes. If we don't we talk to each ju- other. We yes, if we had a database that had, that had all law enforcement's data, but also collected more data, 
then we could easily like we could we could have all that information at our fingertips at any time. So when we do when we investigate stuff, it can narrow things down. And we because basically she's saying we don't know what we don't know. Exactly, this data is going to give us enough information to say now we have a well-rounded investigation and we're not starting from zero every single time we have to investigate something. That was her yes. plight. But she, she she did entertain the idea of AI but decided against it originally. So she wanted everything to be in the hands of the investigator and the human aspect. It's still AI. It's just like... It's an algorithm. But yes, it, it's not a, a self-learning algorithm. Better, Yes. So, so she so, that, so that's where when you so so again in, and this is where AI data in determines input or like output so input determines output so with hers it was all I just had a really good analogy oh so think about Instagram yeah and the algorithm yeah and think about how you're giving it information by looking at certain things by pausing yes. on certain things that information is feeding in and an algorithm says okay look here are the things that are most likely to be inter- that you're most likely to be interested in based on the information that we're given this system is basically doing all of that and saying here are the suspects that will most likely fit this situation based on the information you've given us now right? to me that's that more good- the, that's more the ai that's more the second state what that the teo does well no cuz this one does like because that's how that's how they're able to, you know, solve one of the cases in the show with why it, it spits out like here are who we think it who this is who we think the suspects are. Which case no, do you think that's after tail no, inputs? No, you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So hers is really just like a big humongous database. Yes, but it has people on the back end going through everything and correlating. Right. So like so like so but they have access and can quickly go, okay. This is someone who answered a question this way. Let's look at everybody who answered a question this way. Yeah. Like they'll take specific key points out of the data and analyze that a little further. It, it connects the dots. It connects the dots yeah. and then it prints out. I'm going to say prints out. It connects the dots and says, here are the dots. But it, it always, the whole goal was it always still leaves the um, agent as the final decision maker. Right. So that's what I'm. That's where I was getting to. So yeah. like it, it 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 connects. It takes all information. It connects the dots for you, and it draws you a picture. Not necessarily a complete picture, but it draws you a picture that says, I mean, metaphorically or yeah. analytic, analogically or whatever. And it's here, and it's like okay, from these dots, I can create a a full fledged mm-hmm. picture. Yeah. Now, what Teo decided to do was say put on steroids. Was say hey. What if this information, what if it just wasn't saying, hey, here's the information, here are the dots, make your own picture. What if it decided to fully connect every dot? Not just give us the few and connect some of them. Like it's giving us every single picture colored in with the lines, like fully fledged photo and saying, here, this is what is this is what's well, going on. And that's where and this is where we get into like so almost when they interject his um AI into everything, where originally you had a assumed innocence almost takes it the other way and says everybody's guilty till we rule you out well um not everyone is guilty yeah Amos is saying everyone is a suspect so the goal but that's that's guilt like you're assuming so, guilt like everybody could have done it until ruled out whereas our system currently is no one could have done it till we prove you did it but even in real life I still think even in real life, there are we, biases. we say that that's not even that's not even the correct way. So the way you said the the way you said the first part, like the way they're doing it, that's how it is to me now. Like, you're guilty, you're you're assumed guilty, which is not how it should be. Because again, right. our, our the whole, words don't say what, that. What we preach is the law is blind, but that isn't how related justice is blind. Yeah, and that's yeah. why Teo and Amos were like took up this cause because they were like, it isn't. We know it isn't. We know that they're 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 going to track down black people. They're going to tra- they're going to track down people of color for for anything. They're going to assume that they are guilty regardless. So instead of just saying, "Hey, we're going to you know racially profile these people or whatever," you know what? Everyone's a suspect, regardless of how much money you have, regardless of your background, regardless of your color. You know what? Everybody's guilty until you're you're a suspect until the data rules you out so it's not saying everyone's guilty it's just saying everyone is a possibility correct so i think that that makes sense because i think later in the show they actually say this gives people i mean it, it gives people that sense of like you know this is how black people feel this is, this is how people of color feel like we are automatically assumed to be guilty well 
and we're not even i mean automatically assumed i feel i i yeah but that's where again and i go back to the point of an ai is only gonna learn based on the information put in so you the way they wrote the code you needed to take almost his perspective of all people are included all people are in the data set but when they introduce the exceptions, the people of like spies so and all the that's, this is where so we we so they they create they they merge yes they basically take the bows of of ours stuff mm-hmm. and then they kind of bastardize it a little bit to try and make it an unbiased system yes and then due to Teo's like like blindness His to like hubris. to like really like get this off the ground. He cops to the system. He yes. makes exceptions. He says, "Well, there are certain people that we have we that we will exclude from this code in order to get this off the ground." And immediately, Amos is like, "That wasn't the point of this. Like, the point of this was that everybody, no one can escape the system." And so that's where things kind of go haywire, and we end up, you know, in the future. That's when Skynet went live. On. Yeah, it is kind of Skynet. It's it's it literally introducing exceptions taught the algorithm, the AI, that there are exceptions, and in turn is what led to what we ended up with in twenty thirty four. Like that's the point of where everything went haywire. Yeah. So mind. so it so basically in in twenty thirty four it instead of instead of AI you know instead of this system you Assisting, know helping them yeah. catch criminals, it is now uh in a way it well not in a way it, it is it is now predicting didn't they do a movie on this was this minority report it was it got to that point but minority report uh, did psychics who like saw the future happen oh where this is like based on past historical events like something else did this exact thing too but like I said, this is this the whole point of there is is based off of historical events and things that have happened in the past here are some key data points that we that we've seen people possibly go to crime with we're gonna arrest everybody who hits those key points right so the, so so it started becoming they started. Uh, they started arresting people for not doing anything. Thought crimes. You became nineteen eighty four for what they could be doing. This became nineteen eighty four, and then that's where everything kind of like really, you know, stems from that way. And I think that like that's why they did like the three storylines because you kind of get to see like their thought process at the beginning, their thought process in the middle or in present, and the whys behind things, and the you know where we end up at the very, very end, you know, in yeah. Le Future. Um, can we talk about uh, Kate Mara's uh, cool little uh, weird eye? Well, and the, um, what's his name's Fleshy hand? arm, Linux. Yeah. Linux was literally just eye candy in this whole fucking show. But like, I think uh, they did a good job aging everybody too. It didn't look fake. The, the, the only things to me that looked fake were like the overhead shots of buildings that didn't exist. Like, like the futuristic buildings. That was the only thing that looked a little weird. Yeah, some of the CG was was was, was a little dicey. But like like her, where it's like supposed to be like, oh, because her eye got taken away, but they gave her a new eye, or like his arm, and they gave him, and but they made it where it would mask it and make it look yeah, like a real that was arm. Kinda cool. That looked cool. That was kind of cool. Um, I honestly, you have to, like this 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 really this this show gets really deep. It does. Um, into the whole AI conversation of like you know the whys and the hows and is it right? Is it correct? What would you sacrifice for? this type of technology kind of thing. So it really do, it really do make you think, it make you think a little bit, like it make you think, did you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so I think that MJ and I will have, I think it's a twofer. Okay. So MJ and I are going to say again, I think cause we, like, we did this last week. We're going to say who we think the Bay of the week is for this week. So we're going to press the button together. So and my, then we're gonna, my question, the actor's name or the character's name? Actor's name. Actor's name. Because that's who it is. That's who played the character. Okay, let's make sure. So we're going to press together. And then when we press it, when, um, we'll count to three and then we'll say it on three. Okay. Brian No. It's Brian Tyree Henry. Why did you ruin this? Because I liked Kate Mars poet better. I liked what she I brought know. to the table. I did. I, I, I like Brian Tyree Henry kind of being a little bit of like a like he went from someone who I was kind of like at the beginning I was like yes yes I mean it's because I'm black that I understood a lot of the stuff I was like yes 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 like yes of course obviously to him be kind of a villain in my eyes a little bit 
to kind of maybe redeeming himself a little bit. Like I enjoyed his whole like progression or arcs and I'll say arc. I hate using the word progression and arc, but I enjoyed his arc a little bit better. I actually found I would actually put second. I would put what's her name? The R, the out uh, the Zar, whatever her first name is, uh, Sepeda. Yeah, I would I would actually put her second because she made me f- every scene she was in. I could feel. See, okay, but but I, this is saying I'm not saying that they're like I'm saying that they are like they are so lined up so close to each other that their groins are pressing up against each other's ass. Like that's how close they are to me. But I think, and I, am I being a slightly biased because I absolutely love Brian Tyree Henry? Yes, but I do, I did. Really, I thought his wife was good. This show has some good actor, actors. I will right. say Brian Tyree was my second choice. So Kate Marin and me, based off of the show and the premise, I like that she was the middle ground. At the end, she became the idealistic, the person who can accept a little bit of the technology, but still kept the human element there, who had to me the full, the most full arc of everybody in the way she ended and where she was at. I don't dislike Kate Mara. I like Kate Mara. I just feel like I, like her character. I feel like I've seen this 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 sleepy acting from her before. Like this is her thing. Like she like she she did this in House of Cards. She did this in A Teacher. Like it's just this you know, I was like who surprised me. And I think when I look at like when I look at every everybody in the show did well. Yes, I, it was very hard All to choose. All the characters were actually written pretty good except for Linux. They really could have given him more to do. Um cuz he he did nothing. Well, like I show. said, I, I feel like they under they underutilized Jake McDormand because again, his death scene is kind of catalyst the last episode. Nice spoiler, nice guy. But I didn't feel anything. Well, you said he's going to die. Okay, but he's in 30 which seconds means of the I whole. can make which means I can make the point because that that was probably the biggest plot hole because they because he is not, you rarely see him in the show that all yeah. of a sudden he just pops up with these with these four, and it's like, and then like I, was, the, I was like, why is he here? Like you, you know how it, meant, you, it didn't mean as much like, as you thought it would. Like y'all know how y'all go out sometimes with friends, and then like you turn around, there's somebody standing behind you, and they're like in your group, and you're like, where did they come from? Who is that? And it's like, well, don't they, it's like, oh well, you know, Michael knows them. Like from where? I never met him. Who? Where, like we haven't seen him in years. They could, like I said, that's where I said they underutilized because the the emotion he was supposed to bring to the table didn't didn't happen for me. And I don't understand why it happened for them. I was like, why are they having drinks with us? Yeah. He ain't had drinks with us in a long time. Exactly. I, I, I think that I think that Brian Tyree, Tyree's acting was more varied. I, w- I will agree with that. Yes, it was. You had more range of Brian. Mm-hmm. Yes. I just think that him alone, if you didn't have Kate Mars poet, this show wouldn't play. I think if you didn't have him, it wouldn't play. I, so did you want to do a double? No, it's Brian Tyree Henry. It's Theo Michaels. Then you get to post it this week. No, you have to post it. Sure, John. <laughs> Fine, I'll, 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 I'll give you Brian. Like I said, he was a very close second for me. Yeah, he was the good. R was my third. He was good. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and to be fair, you guys, we're splitting hairs. I mean, the, the, the cast was, was 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 pretty. Yes, was pretty good. Um. So quickly, is this a watch or not? I, I want to go first. Okay, it was a watch. I enjoyed everything that I watched in it. Actually, having the multiple timelines was i think like really interesting it's been done before mm-hmm. but i think it played really well like it wasn't too much in one versus the other they really gave you a strong background for every character and, and why they think the way they do and then like even like the teachers like you know drew and gabriel in the academy you got background on them too mm-hmm. so I, just, I like how they really weaved those all together and tied it in off a nice really i mean in a concise way I don't feel like there was a lot of loopholes. I don't feel like there was a cliffhanger or I was left wanting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a watch. Um, I think if you would have asked me after episode two or three, I would have said, eh. Because it, to me, it, did, it didn't really get interesting until... I didn't really understand what was happening probably until episode three, four. I agree with that. And I was like, what are we doing here? Like, what is this? Are they still just... don't explain what happened in the present. Like, why? I don't think. Why what? Like, why the thing that happened in the present? The... um. Oh yeah, we don't really get a why. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole that whole conspiracy. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I get that. I mean, and there are a couple of things that they did where I was kind of like, Meh. but, but I think it's kind of a cool. I I, just, I think it's kind of a cool watch. I think it's kind of. I think I'm more liking the idea of this show. Mm-hmm. And the show was wasn't bad, but I but I think I, I would say I would I would watch it just for like the idea, and just because of the 
the conversation you could have based off of this kind of show. Yeah. And based off of the theory. So I'll, I'll agree. All right. Cool. Well, you guys, you heard it here first. We hope. <laughs> Maybe. True. Class of 09 is a watch. So. <laughs> I always struggle at ending these. I know. It's hard to wrap it up. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You guys, you know what? We'll talk to you all next week. Happy August. Oh, God. I didn't realize it was August. We're yeah, dropping stupid. this. All right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon.